Hey y'all, thank you guys so, so, so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Worlds of Country Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On today's episode, I'm joined by Charlie Reynolds to talk all about the past year of her musical journey, her new single, Rodeo, and so much more. Hope you guys enjoy this one. I know I really did. Talk to you guys next time. Hey, Charlie, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. What have you been up to lately? Oh, man, just working and getting stuff ready for the next single after Rodeo released and the music video released. So currently working on the next one that will be coming out soon. So what is what is the dream sort of look like over the past couple months? Oh, my gosh. Well, I have a team now, which is amazing. I love them so much. They're like my family. Um, And we've just been working our butts off you know, hustling and trying to, I've been playing a lot. I actually did get sick this summer for like six weeks uh, with bronchitis, but tried not to let that, you know, hold me back. Um, But, you know, it's all been, been going good. We've traveled a little bit, went to Texas and played some shows and I'd never been to Texas. So that was fun. Um, But yeah, just rolling with the, the new releases so what's it been like now to have a team around you and sort of have to let go of certain things that you were you were doing before? Yes. Oh my gosh, it's funny you touch on that. I I definitely have had to learn to let go of a little bit of control and let them do their job, you know. It's it cuz for so long I've always done everything and now, you know, they they're the ones that have taken, you know, control of some of those things, which is great. Um, For me, it really is. I've just definitely had to learn, you know, how to let go a little bit and how to trust other people to get it done. And they're obviously the best people that I could have ever dreamt of working with. So that's been awesome. And I know I can trust them to do the best stuff for me that they can. So, but, you know, it keeps me busy and it keeps me motivated and on my toes because, you know, if it's just me doing all my work, then I could slack and I could do whatever I wanted. But now they keep me in check. <laughs> you need someone to keep you honest sometimes. I guess. Yes. <laughs> so um, how did you sort of find this group of people that you feel like at this point you could trust with with everything you got going on? Yeah. So I actually just through mutual friends, um, my manager, we were set up through a uh, mutual publisher friend. And she was like, I think y'all will work great together, blah, blah, blah. And we had a meeting and our first meeting was like three hours long. Cause we just got along so well. And, um, then my publicist, we, uh, Ryan, my manager actually found her, but then she actually works with my, one of my close friends as well. So just through mutual, through mutual people. So have you ever like found yourself sort of trying to take back that control that you, you let go of, or have you been able to sort of divorce yourself from those aspects that you've given over to them? Yeah. Um, in the beginning, I definitely just didn't know, you know, what I was supposed to let go of. Cause I'm just so used to being involved in every single aspect of everything, which I like to be involved and they do keep me in that, but there are some things that I don't really need to be involved in. And so I've just learned, you know, if I, if I need to be there, you tell me if I don't, then that's fine. Uh, I've just learned how to be okay with that, you know, 
And it was, at first was a little bit challenging, but now it's definitely great. <laughs> it must have felt like there was something you had to do that you that you weren't doing. And yes, exactly. Like I felt, you know, like I was missing something. You know, like felt like I was missing out on something. But they're taking care of it because they're just the best. So it's been good. So you mentioned your your new single rodeo a little bit before. Could you um tell us the story behind that song and how that song came together? Yes. So I wrote it with Nicole Croteau, one of my best friends and Sean Cook. And um, honestly, it was just such a fun song to write. When we went into the write, it was a later write. I think we started at like six o'clock at night and um, it was Nicole's idea and she had it. And I was like, I love that. Let's roll with it. Let's make a story. And, you know, it's just, I think relatable because, you know, some girls it's relatable to some girls at bars when a guy comes up and hits on you and you're like I know what your intentions are you know you can tell sometimes um and we just kind of made it into a story and when we were writing it it was just fun it wasn't like we had to think a lot we just kind of rolled with it and came up with stuff on the spot and we liked it so um we were kind of going for an anthem kind of song like a Shania Twain or a Carrie, uh, because that's the stuff that I've always loved. And that's what we came up with. And it was very easy, very fun. Um, I just, it's definitely one of my favorite songs that I've ever written and released. Um, it was just so easy to write because it was so much fun. So we just had a, had a fun time writing that one. He finally has that sort of like anthem feel that, that you mentioned. Yes, yes. So was this one that you sort of knew right away was one you wanted to put out there eventually? Oh, yeah. I knew literally right after the right. I was like, this is the next single. I don't know when. I don't know how. But it is the next single because I'm obsessed with it. Um, and luckily at the time, I didn't have really a clear idea of what I wanted to release next. Um like right now, it'd be a little hard to change that because I already have a whole plan, you know, for the next, um, like into 2023. So, but back then in October of last year, I was like, all right, it's done. It's decided it's coming out. Um, and it was just so, so exciting really. Cause I haven't been that excited about a song in a very long time. So I'm always excited, but for some reason, this one, there was a different level of excitement. So Sometimes it's good not to have a plan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For real. For real. Look what happened. So um, the reaction to this song also, it's, I think, your most streamed song already. What, what has that meant to you? It is. It's crazy, honestly. I am just so grateful um, and thankful that everyone loves it as much as we do, you know, um, because sometimes it's scary always putting out a song because you don't know if every, you know, you might love it so much, but you don't know if everyone else is going to, too. And it's just been very, very exciting seeing how much everybody else loves it, too. Um, and I just feel very blessed to have everyone listening to it and hitting 100,000 streams. That's something I've never had before. So that was really, really cool. And these days, if someone doesn't love a song, they have 15 million ways to <laughs> yeah literally oh my gosh oh my gosh 
So what's it been like to, for you to sort of embrace the, the social media side of, of things these days? Yeah. So, you know, it's been kind of crazy with TikTok um, and Instagram. I have posted a reel and a TikTok different. No, it was the same one. It was the same one. And um, the reel got like almost 4 million views, which I've never had that on Instagram before. Um, and it brought my following up so much before the single came out, like right before, which was like perfect timing. Um, and same with TikTok. I had one blow up and it, it all just happened in such great timing, um, that it was crazy. And I think that might've had a lot to do with the streams of the song because I just had a wider audience that I hadn't had before. And it's been a little bit more to keep up with, uh, like TikTok now having a bigger following on there. I feel like I do need to constantly be on there, but I was sick. Like I said, for six weeks. So I really couldn't make new content, um, because I couldn't really sing for a few weeks. So I was just reposting some old stuff and hopes that that would be okay. And it was, it was fine, but it's really, it's just been really wild, honestly. And, um, same with YouTube. I have been posting a little bit more on YouTube than I had in the past. Uh, just cause when I posted the neon moon cover from a few months ago, that went kind of viral on YouTube, which again, I've never had that happen before. Um, so it just brought a new audience there. So I'm like, okay, I need to, you know, really focus in on every platform and not just one. Um, that way I'm engaging with everyone on all social media platforms. It's crazy though, because you have to create like a little, something a little bit different for yes. the platform. Yes. It's crazy. Like, it's like the, you have to create the same thing, but just a little bit slightly different. <laughs> yes, it's so weird. It is so weird. So you mentioned your your neon moon neon moon cover before that also got got put on TV, right? Yes, on the resident. Yes. So what was, was what was? How did you sort of find out that that was going to happen? Well, it was actually crazy. So. I had posted a cover of me singing Neon Moon about three or so years ago on YouTube. And I got an email one day that was like, hey, this is so-and-so. We are interested in using your cover of Neon Moon on the Fox TV show, The Resident. And I thought it was a scam because I was like, there's no way, like, this is how they find people. You know, like, I just really, plus it was from so long ago that I was like, how did they even find this, you know? And it so, sounds like every other scam there is. <laughs> literally, I know. And, I, and I've gotten so many scam emails. Like, so I'm like, you know, this is just another scam. And I sent it to my manager anyway, because I was like, hey, I think this is a scam, but you can check it out. And it was funny because I had just started working with him. And um, if I hadn't been working with him, I definitely wouldn't have responded, which is insane. Um, but anyways, he looked into it and it was real. It was legit. Um, and so we started talking with them and I thought it was going to be in like a year that the episode was going to, um, be aired, but it was literally like in a month time. And so we recorded it. We did everything. They ended up loving it so much that they named the whole episode neon moon, which was like super, super cool. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. Like I had a little watch party with some friends here and we watched it live and it didn't like hit me while we were watching it, but it did after everyone left like that, 
it was just on like a national TV show. And that's actually so cool and crazy, but it took a minute for me to like realize how cool that is. You know, like I was just like, this is crazy. So I hope to do more with them. That would just be so much fun. So I just think that is so cool. That part of the music industry. It's crazy. Also, you mentioned like having a delayed reaction to, to it, how often that, that happens that when you're like caught up in the moment, you don't, you don't feel it until after. Yes. And it was like, while everyone was here, I just didn't, you know, it was cool, but I didn't really understand the, like, I don't even know the word, like the real coolness of it, you know? So once everyone left, then I, you know, realized, and I was like, whoa, like, this is crazy, you know? Um, And I also didn't think people would go looking up for the track because I just didn't think anybody would care. Um, but like, ev- there's like 80,000 views now on that, that wow. cover. So it's just wild that people actually went and looked it up. So it was really cool. Really cool. You also mentioned before about how, before this happened, you had just, um, started working with your manager and before you released rodeo, how you're basically your following increased on every platform. It's crazy. Also how the, the timing yeah. of everything sort of worked perfectly. It- it did. It really was like all in the best possible time frame that it could have been. Yeah. It was wild. And it was, I was just, we were so thankful for that. Like it was just the perfect, it couldn't have been more perfect, really. Yeah. You spend, you spend years working for you it and all of a sudden it all, it all sort of, it all sort of clicks. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, you know, I have a lot of friends that are like, TikTok just doesn't work for me or whatever. Instagram reels, they just don't do anything. And I'm like, look, I've been doing it consistently for three years and have had no luck until this year. So I'm like, you got to keep, even though it's annoying, like, and even though it's a lot of time for maybe no payoff for a few years, eventually it will. And then you'll be so happy And I just, cause I tried to tell him, I'm like, look, y'all, it did not just happen like that. I've been on the app for since 2019 on TikTok, and I've never, you know, had any crazy viral videos or nothing like that until now. So just got to keep working at it. Eventually, eventually the dam has got to break. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So what would you say has, have been some of the, the bigger lessons you've learned over this past year of your journey? Oh, wow. Well, that's a hard one. I mean, definitely that if you don't believe in yourself, no one's going to believe in you. Or how can you expect other people to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? That is something I always have to remind myself um, because it can be easy to, you know, have a hard day or a hard week or whatever it may be and just just feel burnout. And that's, I've just had to remind myself that is the music business. (laughs) I chose that and I love it and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, but to definitely don't let that dull the, you know, belief that you should have in yourself as an artist and as a person. Um, another thing is to not let yourself get too busy to, you know, remember some 
important things like family and not have time to go do a self-care day, like just to decompress. So to not get too busy to, you know, give yourself some, some family time and some self-care. So, cause I definitely, I can become a workaholic at times. And so I get distracted and too busy and, you know, too all over the place for anything. Um, and so you just got to learn to decompress, but when I'm on vacation, I'm on vacation. So that's at least one good thing that I can do. Um, but there's, there's always got to be balance in every career that you're in. So that's one thing I'm definitely, definitely learning. The first thing you mentioned about, about sort of believing in yourself, do you feel like surrounding yourself with a team that also believes in you has helped you sort of not get too down on yourself when, when those times do come up? Yes, for sure. You know, they are very encouraging people. And I, you know, if if I'm scared or nervous for an event to sing at or whatever, um, you know, I normally, I don't usually say no, but sometimes I might want to, uh, if it's really nerve wracking, but they, you know, always are very encouraging and, you know, telling me that they believe in me that I can do it. And, I definitely, it, it definitely helps having those people around, um, just bringing you up and constantly encouraging you to do your best and knowing that you can do it. So for sure. Sometimes when we can't do it for ourselves, we need that little, that little little push. push. Yes. A little nudge. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say has been the biggest win of your career so far? Oh my gosh, that's another hard question. Hmm. Honestly, there's so many things that have happened recently that we've talked about on here that have been like my biggest accomplishments recently, I feel like. Um, I guess I would have to say the Fox thing, the, the song on the TV show. That is just one of the coolest things to me that um, has happened, but also I would say, you know, one of the other biggest wins is that I feel like I finally found myself as an artist. It's not something specific, but it's just, I finally know what, you know, music I want to put out, who, you know, what plat, what I want my platform to be like and my brand. And I feel very happy and confident with it. So I feel like that's a big win because that took a long time. (laughs) So that's definitely a big win. But the Fox thing is obviously like one of the, I'd say like coolest achievements so far, for sure. Discovering yourself as an artist is sort of like the the biggest thing you could do at the end of the day. Yes, it definitely is because it's easy to like get you know, a little frazzled and because country music, actually all music and everything really is always changing and it can be easy to start changing because that's changing. But I finally think I've figured out, you know, my sound, my brand, who I want to be. And I think that's also just something that comes with age and, you know, growing up. So I think I definitely feel confident in that now. So yeah. So sort of how like these competing pressures of basically 
playing the copycat game and then on the other side chasing every every new trend that that comes up and you sort of have yeah. to find yourself you have to find yourself somewhere in there yes for sure yes. for sure yeah so we mentioned we talked about big wins let's um what's your big goal in the next five years what's the the biggest goal oh next five years um I want to win a CMA award. That's definitely <laughs> a big goal of mine. Um, it's on tape now. So if it, when it happens, we'll, we'll put it when back When it up. happens, <laughs> we'll bring this back on. But yes, in the next five years, definitely want to win a CMA award. That's like the biggest goal. Um, the second biggest goal would be to headline some sort of tour. That would be really, really fun. So those are my two probably biggest goals right now. Those are, those are good ones to have. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um, what's next for you? So I do have a single coming out in September that I haven't really announced yet, but um, that's coming out. We're shooting a music video this weekend and it's just going to be, I'm very excited for this song. I've, it's different than rodeo. It's not um, like an anthem, like rodeo is, it's just a good song. And I, very very excited about it so that will be coming out and then maybe something for christmas and then i'm planning on a ep in the spring of 2023 so got a lot of things headed y'all's way for sure (laughs) all of the fun things yes all the fun stuff all the fun stuff so it's exciting well thank you so much again for for taking the time for this of course, anytime. Thank you for having me of on. Course. I appreciate it. It's been a while. Of course. It's been a while. Yep. Yes. So I'm glad to have been here. We'll do it again. <laughs> yes. Sounds good to me. For sure. For sure. All right. I'll see you soon. Bye. I'll see you soon. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye. Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so, so, so much again for tuning in. If you liked what you heard from Charlie, be sure to go check out her music wherever you listen to music. And go check her out on social media. If you liked what you heard from the podcast, be sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Really appreciate that. And go check us out on social media at Worlds of Country. Talk to you guys next week.